0: I am Bamz, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast.
1: I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian.
2: Hi, I'm Oz, I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu.
3: <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s.
4: Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco.
3: The
0: camera opens from backstage. The sides are dark, and we see Summer standing in front of the assembled kindred and their ghouls of Springfield. A man enters from the side carrying a robe uh, made of red. This man is Baron Peter, the head of the venture section of the city. He comes up behind her and puts it over her shoulders, more or less raping her in it. He stands off to the other side as Stephen Cohen is off on her right side. They stand there for a moment so that everybody can see them together and begin to turn and walk off of the stage. Summer is looking nervous. She's looking antsy. Those of you that can properly remember your embrace and the moments thereafter will remember being incredibly hungry when you first awoke as a vampire. Summer is likely suffering that same fate right now. In the middle of the screen, as Summer and her entourage walk off, we see our coterie, minus Missy, who is off to the side waiting for Raven. And in front of them, the Lasombra that was introduced earlier this evening. a woman that introduced herself as Winifred and her mortal associate, Dawn. The immediate interruption ended. Attention is turned back upon each other. Do the three of you have anything to say to her, or are you just going to say hellos and then move on with your business? We'll go on, Baron.
3: It's, uh... Good to meet you. You're, um... What city do you originally come from?
0: I actually used to live here several years ago before I went to college.
3: Oh. That... That's good to know, so... I'm guessing Jimmy would know when the college was created.
0: I'm sorry, she inferred that she went to college elsewhere.
3: But grew up here. Oh... Oh, where'd you go to school?
0: I was going to the University of Chicago before my life took an unexpected turn. And so did Chicago. She gives you a, a polite chuckle and a smile. So, well, yes. And she sips at her little wine flute of blood.
3: Well, it's uh, good to meet you. Um, we're stationed around Paradise Mall. So if you are in that area. Come drop by and say hey, I guess.
0: I just might. She gives a little smile. Dawn rolls her eyes. And then she brings up the fact that Art called you Baron and says, so, uh, Baron, right?
3: Like... Not officially. The Baron of the area just met It's his final death last night. And I was sort of second in charge, so the Coterie's kind of calling me Honorary Baron for now until one is chosen.
4: So I'm, like, totally not doing that. I'm basically calling him Jimmy. And that's a cute tattoo, by the way.
0: She smiles. Gives you one of those little, like... What is that called when you just, like, flop your hand towards people? where you're like, oh, go on.
4: No, like... Where did you get that? Who designed it? It's adorable.
0: The two of them look at each other and they just share a small private laugh. It's like. And then Winifred says, You must be Coco, the new one. Well, not the newest one.
4: Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. Hi.
0: Little girl shake. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm glad that, you know, you, you managed to make it through your first nights.
4: Yeah, they just kind of, like, keep threatening to kill me, but, like, here I am, so it's cool. I'll
0: let you in on a little secret. You're already dead.
4: Oh my god, stop, that's, like, so true.
0: She gives you a little smile, a little giggle as well, just kind of, like, reciprocating the same energy you're putting out. Dawn is just rolling her eyes, just like, oh, this is the worst. Eventually she nudges her companion. She says, oh, yes, we have so many people to meet. Look forward to coming by and seeing the small that you have. It's impressive that it's still functioning in this day and age of online shopping.
3: Functioning is putting it um, a little overzealous.
2: Well, that will change in the coming months. There are some large obstacles in our path. We are in process of removing and then yeah, this time next year it will be a star of the city. Dawn speaks up and says, How convenient that the Baron seems to pass away last night then. Well, we had the plans on the table and he was reviewing them, and then of course he met his unfortunate end.
4: Yeah, I basically like put together kind of like a business plan. Not like a business plan, but like a business plan, if you know what I mean. Like so They've had me like working. Like it's old. You're right, decrepit, disgusting.
2: Other derogatory remarks that start with D. You know how it is.
4: There's like dirty, Uh dumb, like you know.
2: Dilapidated, that's a good one.
4: That is a good one.
3: All right, all right. Tone down it a bit. It's it's not that bad.
2: Coco will agree with me that the worst part is the 80s music at 9 o'clock every evening.
3: Mm hmm.
4: <laughs> Coco's eye roll can just like match Dawn's in intensity at this point, just like hard.
2: <laughs> it, is, it is just a jest, Baron Jimmy. I apologize. I, we are keeping you from introducing yourselves
0: and meeting with everybody else. You're right. Well, not to be rude, but I have a very busy evening and, and a large coffin to fill, so if you'll excuse me. Of course, it was a pleasure to meet you both. The three of you as well. Just a from dawn as the two of them begin to walk off.
4: I like her. She is so fun.
3: Are the sombra ghouls usually that flippant
2: well she is about as flippant as a bruja or a bruja school
3: but should be the sombra
2: cool but she is La sombra yes i will tell you what i will put my resources to work discovering everything there is to know about the La sombra and Dawn.
3: I wouldn't think all your resources, but yeah, good idea.
2: I am glad
0: we are in agreement. And with that, where are you guys heading?
4: I feel better. I needed a little bit of time to think about what I was going to bid for. I felt better after I talked to art and he was like, just whatever you can give.
0: So it's up to you. You could go talk to the prince about it, or you could go and try and put in a bid directly. It's up to you.
4: Well, what do the guys, what do you guys want to do?
3: Jimmy's going to let you and Art deal with that, while Jimmy talks to the other barons about setting up a meeting or in the future.
0: Jimmy breaks off to go gladhand and try to arrange a meeting of some kind. It's going to take you a while to move around Elysium and wait patiently to talk to folks, wait until they're done a the conversation, wait for various other things. Just as the normal political bullshit. You're not going to be able to find Baron Abishai. He does not seem to be here. But Baron Gerald of the Gangrel, you'll be able to find him. You're not going to be able to find Baron Peter as he walked off with the freshly embraced summer and Mr. Cohen. You'll be able to find one of his associates.
3: That should be good enough.
0: Yeah, like somebody that you know will be able to get a message to him to like, hey, I would like to sit down and have a meet. And then finally...
3: And I give them my cell phone number.
0: They do a little bit of a double take at that. Just like, wait, what?
3: And the Tremere I want to meet with at a separate time beforehand as well.
0: Do you want to meet with a specific Tremere or just the Tremere?
3: Jimmy would probably know better on exactly what Tremere would make sense to meet. Probably the Tremere that's a baron. He wants to use the image he has, give it right to the Tremere instead of going through other people so that they can get the reward for finding Cheshire. And in return, we get a favor.
0: I know last time Art mentioned giving over evidence to the sheriff. Mm Mm-hmm. Is this something that the Coterie wants to talk about before Jimmy just goes and hands this over to somebody?
3: Jimmy doesn't care. Cool.
0: In conversations with where they were and stuff, there was a Tremere specifically in charge of that hospital. Would you like to find that Tremere? Or do you just want to go to the Baron?
3: Yeah, let's go in charge of the hospital then. That makes more sense.
0: It's more direct thing, and you have suspicions to think that that place is going to be Cheshire's target. Yeah. Of the people surrounding Baron Magnus Weschler are a few other Tremere, including a Dr. Leopold Bain, which you know is the Tremere who's personal domain is that of the Tender Hearts Medical Facility that Art and Missy went to to talk, to investigate. It hasn't been proven. You are correct. That has not been proven. You ingratiate yourself into the small conversation they're having. You talked to the Baron first because he's more important, more prestigious, so getting that business taken care of is better to do first. Indeed. And then afterwards, how do you get dr bain's personal attention to have this conversation
3: uh so dr bain i've um i heard there's a theory saying that cheshire was going to be at your hospital doing a party of his own potentially
0: is this just the two of you have you pulled him away to talk privately or is this in front of everybody else
3: I mean, I could try and pull him away, but I don't know how I would do that.
0: Private conversations happen at Elysium all the time. This is a
3: Yeah, then I'll just pull him away that way.
0: So you guys step off to the side and you drop a bombshell on him. And he straightens his shoulders a little bit, puts his cane in front of him and rests both of his hands on top of it. He has a little bit of a limp, which that's got to suck to have a limp for eternity, doesn't it? It would. He says... I'm not sure I know what you mean.
3: Well, I've heard there's some Malkavians who've heard, had premonitions that there's going to be a bit of a shovel head party at your place in the future. Knowing that Cheshire is a Malkavian, him going to a mental hospital kind of makes sense. I would like to make an offer.
0: I had heard there was quite the disturbance among the, the clan of the moon just a few nights ago at the Elysium. It's interesting that you might have more specific information. How does this pertain to
3: me? Well, since you're kind of the person who's most affected by this, it's on your, for lack of a better word, your domain, the part that you own, I guess. We have footage of Cheshire. And instead of going through, handing it to the sheriff and then him giving it to someone else in your clan, I would just give you the pictures myself, because from my understanding, that's all you need to find a kindred with a a spell of some kind.
0: If you wish to skip over the details, the... Years of practice and research, the incantations, and all of the actual work—yes, a picture would be all that we need.
3: Sorry, I don't mean to uh, be rude. I—I I just know nothing of the occult or any.
0: Sure, that the tragic passing of your sire weighs heavily upon you.
3: Uh, yeah, it's tragic. So that way. You don't have to mention how you found out. You can just do it before even the sheriff gets the picture. And you can solve it yourself. You will get all the glory for it.
0: What is it that you ask in return for such a favor?
3: There's a kindred I would like to know who their sire is. And I believe you're... Blood sorcery can do that.
0: When you start off asking about uh, the sire of a kindred, he does raise up an eyebrow. He nods. That is within the realm of possibility for those skilled in the arts.
3: So my offer is I give you the picture so you can get any glory or whatever. And in return, you do this ritual for me
0: seems a simple, fair, and equitable exchange. I shall receive these pictures from you this evening, and then once this business, and he motions dismissively at everything around, involving the subject of these pictures has been handled, we shall see to scheduling this ritual exchange that you want.
3: That sounds wonderful.
0: Good. It's a pleasure doing business with you. You as well. I imagine Jimmy's a handshake kind of guy.
3: Yeah, for sure. Strong, firm handshake.
0: He firmly shakes your hand back. Missy, how you doing over there, hanging out, just chit-chatting? Hmm? You can see Jimbo's little floof of hair as he moves about the crowd talking to people. Anything you're up to over here, anything you want to do, or are you just chilling until you got to go talk to the prince?
1: I'm talking to Raven about this whole auction thing. Yeah. How's it work?
0: So she's going to be typing away on her little pad, doing stuff, taking notes from the sheriff as he passes information along to her. You will see that she's also playing a game at the same time, just a little time waster. She says, well, the... Carol had a bunch of ghouls, right? She had people everywhere, did all kinds of walks of life. And when she died, they're no longer well, they're all breaches of the masquerade, right? So Camarilla goes and scoops up the ones that they can find. takes care of the ones that don't come peacefully or whatever. And uh, she points over to the corner where the little fence is set up. Stuck the ones that that came with over there. And uh, if you're interested, they can, you know, take over their their regency. Why? Something happened to Calvin?
1: No. No, no, no. I just... Coco and Jimmy were interested in a couple and I was trying to figure out why.
0: I mean, there's that one dude over there. He's like ex-army. Just kind of like... I don't know. He's huge.
1: Yeah, I saw saw Jimmy looking at him. So, like, what are the bids? Like, what do people bid? Like, how much?
0: Oh, I don't know. bunch of money, probably. Probably. I,
1: Raven, you know what? You know. Come on, just give me a number. I'm not saying give me an exact number, but give me a ballpark.
0: It's probably a couple thousand bucks. That's it. I mean, I it depends. Like, army dudes probably got like. I don't know, fifty grand. The maybe something like Boone's ode or maybe somebody's got some fancy ass stupid art piece or whatever, like Oh, here's my portrait of some dead famous dude who whatever. You know, first editions of vinyl music or dumb shit.
1: That ghoul cool would go for fifty grand?
0: Well, he's a person. You know, like he's a person that's been bodyguarding for Carol for years.
1: Well, He's not good at his job, is he?
0: Well, I don't think he was with her that night. I think he was doing something else. I don't know. I didn't actually get to interview him or whatever.
1: So why not just kill them all? Why even bother to go through the the, the selling?
0: Money for Camarilla shit's gotta come from somewhere, right? And then there's like how many people can you really just kill in a night and sweep it under the rug it becomes real difficult speaking of which your friend coco still a missing person still being a pain in the ass
1: nah don't worry Art, art's gonna art'll clean that up don't worry
0: i mean her dad's a judge
1: Ugh. art'll take care of it don't worry yeah
0: well let him know. i'm
1: not worried it's it's that's really a, a a coco problem
0: I mean, it could be an all of you problem if people start looking for it.
1: Then, if it's a cocoa problem, then then it's a Baron problem, and apparently that's Jimmy now. So it's a Jimmy problem.
0: <laughs> uh it's just what Jimmy doesn't even have a phone. Like no, how are you going to try and run a corner of the city with no phone?
1: No, he talked to Art about that too. <sighs> so who do I make a? Who do I go to to make a bit...
0: I think the Keeper of Elysium's over there. I think he's the one that's doing it.
1: Okay. I'll be right
0: back. Yeah, sure. Uh, grab me a cup on your way back. Yeah, yeah. Cutting over to the little cool auction. Art and Coco, are you going up to to find out more information? Or are you?
4: So, I think I got it, Art. I I think I know. All right, um, but like, how will I know? Like, the keeper zizzes. I, I I don't. There, like, you can't tell if they like what you're saying or anything. There's like really no emotion there. How do I know? Like, if they like it?
2: Well, I suppose you don't. Um, you find out after the auction is over, and you see if you have won the freedom of of your best friend or not.
4: But, like, this is the way to do it, not with money, because, like, I've been to auctions before, and even silent auctions, and you just put, like, a big number down, and I just don't have any money.
2: Yes, that is correct. What you do have is talent.
4: Okay, so, I'm thinking, like, one large mural, right? Like my favorite my specialty just like all of the spray paint and stuff but like obviously i mean it's for the prints, so she can help she has we would have to have a consultation right like I'm, i'll put it wherever she wants that's the one and then a small mural i was thinking like an office wall size or something you know in case you wanted it inside and then like one canvas like acrylic though like fancy or do you think i should make it two because, I mean, like, I'll take my time. Obviously, they will be more detailed and stuff. But, like, I, I just don't know. She can give them as gifts, right? Like, she doesn't have to keep them.
2: That is correct. She will offer them as favors to other kindred. It is, it is very useful. Now, I like what you are thinking. Now, what you should do is when you write this bid in the book, you have the instant gram, yes? Uh yeah, okay okay. You leave your Instagram profile along with the bid. That way, people can see your work. Now, this does two things. One, it it uh, provides value to your bid, which is very generous, I must say. It will take you many days to do this much artwork in the detail that you are speaking of.
4: She's my best friend. Like my best friend.
2: Yes, I agree. I agree. The second thing is that this is an opportunity for others to see your work and commission you to do the same for them.
4: Are they going to see my bid? Because Jimmy said something about like not even to bid that I should let him do it because someone could try and like hurt me and like outbid my art.
2: You see what will happen after the bidding is done and after you have finished the first piece of work. The prince will showcase this because it is a a status symbol and everybody in the society will see this symbol and they will decide because we are avaricious monsters that they want the same thing. And the prince will then say, oh, I had this person go do this. I had Coco do this for me at great personal expense. And then they will come to you now, the problem here is that you may owe the prince another favor later, but we will get to that when we get to that.
4: What? Like, hold on. I kind of zoned out when you started, like, talking, I'm not going to lie. But then, like, a- another favor? Like, why? Like, you told me, don't no, don't say I owe you, like, to anyone. Like, I thought this was just, like, a straight-up, like, purchase deal.
2: This is a straight-up purchase deal. You will do these three pieces of art. You will get your friend back. Future opportunities always come with a cost. The cost will be potentially minor for Great Gain. You can always refuse, and the identity of the artist will never be known.
4: Uh, no. I signed my artwork. Like,
2: Duh. You may not be able to do that once the commission begins, but we shall see.
4: Okay, all right. I, I can do it. Do you do you want to come with me, or do you, are you just gonna like watch all creepy and disappear
2: I am going to be right next to you, but you are going to do this. It will be fine.
4: Okay, okay, it'll be fine.
2: It will be fine
4: fine just
2: everything is fine
4: i'm taking my best friend home
2: yes everything is cool like vodka in freezer did
1: you just say you're gonna bid on somebody you're gonna buy someone
2: oh yes she is going to bid on someone
4: huh they have my best friend like my my best friend okay like jade like my super mega best friend the one that i've been like trying to get in touch with for like nights. They have her. So, this is a person you know? She's coming home with us.
1: Roll my eyes. so hard. She's coming home? She's coming to the mall? How many more people are we going to put in this? You know what? I don't care. No, I'm going to get the keeper's attention. Hey! Snapping the fingers. Jimmy said to be cool. Shh! I'm bidding.
2: You are bidding? Shh! Who who are you... (laughs)
0: <laughs> the keeper goes to, the, to answer It's very rude snapping and looks at you and says you're making a bid then.
1: yes yes I want a bid on the, the, the big one
0: he nods and he motions to the book where you can flip through and uh, see some of the information about him
1: you're not able to see what other people have bid
0: There's probably some stuff in there. Maybe notes. I imagine they have a little box that you can write on slips of paper and put them in. There's a little bit of both, because some of the things that Kindred deal with are very questionable. Mm -hmm. So there is likely a page here that can accept differing bids, and then there's a box if you wish to Commit something more covert to it.
1: Okay. I'm going to opt for the uh, covert option. Okay. Look at my fellow code Room members. They're nosy. And I'm going to write my bid down. Okay. For however much I have left. Sure. Of the briefcase.
0: Easily done.
1: Awesome.
0: You can drop it into the thing and... I imagine, turning around very proudly to everyone else.
1: A big shit-eating grin. Okay. I'm done. You're up. Bye, Art. Just skip away. Did
2: you have another vision? Did you...
1: Away. Skipping away.
2: I think she had a premonition that she was going home with somebody.
4: Well that sounded wrong. That makes me feel uncomfortable. She is, like, 12.
2: She is not 12.
4: Okay. Here goes nothing. And I write my bid down. One large mural. Location of your choice. Consultation on pieces. One small mural. And then I put one acrylic canvas. And then I scratch out that one and I put two acrylic canvases. And then I put cocoa and and my Instagram handle and I fold it up and kind of just like say like a silent, like please to the universe and drop it in the private box.
0: Keeper sits there and waits while you handle your little write out. And then, Oh, Missy, I feel like you will see part of this as there is a young woman. But Missy, as you are skipping away, Jade, is not quite pressed up against the chains, but she is there and she's looking just very pleadingly like the big puppy dog eyes. But off you skip to get a couple glasses of blood.
1: Mm hmm. Go back to my friend Raven and silently judge people like Jimmy.
0: I mean, silently judge everybody. You're an equal opportunity judger. Exactly. Exactly. Is there anything the four of you would like to do before the meeting with the prince?
3: Uh, Yeah, Jimmy wanted to, he was going to talk to someone who he not necessarily trusts, but has like, feels like he's a good uh, kindred to some extent, you know, as good as a kindred to be, to put in a big bid on Muscley Dude. What's his name? Was it Keith? But I'm trying to think of who he would do that with. I'm going over the the list of people.
0: It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody on there. It could be something you're doing and you're politicking around if you're trying to find a good home for Keith.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to look quickly, but I don't see anyone.
0: It doesn't matter because they might not even win him. In your glad handing, you can suggest that people pick up Keith highlight some of the work that he's done for Carol that may or may not be on his little resume that's there. You've worked with him before you've done this or that with Carol. You've just kind of like, Hey, I got a friend who needs a job and we can find out later on what happens with Keith. Everybody meeting back up before talking to the prince or should I have somebody come collect you and drag you in front of her?
3: I feel Jimmy's still trying to socialize and, Convince and meet with people and make it seem like he's already barren, even though he's not officially barren yet.
0: Sure. So you're just kind of planning the idea in people's heads that, yeah, this is what's going to happen.
3: Yeah. But trying to do it subtly, but kind of failing. Failing at the subtlety. Yeah. To the extent of like, yeah, I don't know who's going to be barren now that uh, Walter's gone.
0: Sure would be nice to get in good with whoever's going to be baron, right?
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yes, just very overtly overhanded.
0: Art and Coco, do you go back to where Missy's hanging out, or do you just kind of mingle?
3: I think we
2: will mingle. Uh, Missy was very insistent on skipping away, and I don't want to ruin that by chasing her down. It just doesn't seem right.
4: Yeah, and I'm like stressed, so I'm gonna do what like drug addicts do most, which is try and find a way to calm down. So I'm like on the hunt for like someone with drugs that I can like bite.
0: As you go to move away, you can hear Jay just saying your name very quietly, just kind of like, "What's? Do you just try to console her, or do you just kind of walk away, keep?" Appearances.
4: No, I turn and I do like the shh and like the stay, like motion, like you would to like a dog, just like stay and then like maybe the stick.
0: Wow, already training her.
4: <laughs> well, like, what do you that's how you talk when you can't talk? Just like stay, chill, sit down, stay.
0: She looks stressed, but there's not really much she can do about it. Being close to Jade again, you catch a whiff off of her. Like a it's not a smell in the way that somebody might have body odor or perfume or something like that. This is something that you kind of feel down in your stomach. You get the idea of what she might taste like and that it might be it might be a little different than what other people have tasted. That it might be kind of earthy you can almost taste her her sadness and the depression that is currently lingering around her
4: well that sounds interesting so many flavors of the rainbow
0: yeah there's probably not any drugs in her system as she's likely been captured for more than a day or so but is somebody you know that would do drugs
4: yeah but there's that whole like electric fence thing
0: Didn't bother you at all.
4: I'm not going in there. They'll know. Like everybody will know. Like this has got to be like covert. I'm trying to be like covert here.
0: Sure, but you can go around. You can get a little something to eat. A little gluttony feed. They do apologize when, as you're continuing to look for somebody that's on drugs, that due to the recent events that the elysium proper was just a few nights ago, they have not had the chance to rest all of their appropriate vessels, and that. They are very sorry for the disappointment of not being able to properly cater to all tastes and preferences.
4: That's disappointing, but I'm still just doing a look because you know, and it's weird that everybody knows like what I'm doing. That's I'm used to like, I don't know under the radar kind of, I feel like I'm under the radar usually, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe people know more about me than I think that they do.
0: Yeah. Nobody seems to care about doing drugs here. Who would have thought? Cool. Time will pass. Unless Art actually wants to talk to somebody specific. I
2: think the one specific person I was going to speak with his lift after making
0: a scene. So, Missy, you are the first to know as the time at the sheriff has kind of slowed down, people have stopped coming up. One of the prince's assistants, one of their ghouls, comes out, says something to him. He nods, and then the ghoul comes over between you and Raven and actually goes to talk to you, Missy, and says Excuse me, ma'am. The prince would like the the pleasure of your coterie.
1: Yeah, you'll find them. They're around here somewhere. But I'll, I can head in now.
0: As you wish. And they nod their head and begin to scamper off and try to locate the, the three other members of your coterie.
1: I'll finish the, the cup I have on me and uh, I will walk in.
0: Do you want to talk to the Prince beforehand before everybody else gets there? Or are you just going to wait for everybody else once you're in there?
1: I mean, if the Prince says, Hey, you know, what is it? What is it you want or whatever, then I mean, if there's conversation, I'll talk. I, but I'm not going to specifically go, Hey,
0: Hey, let me undermine everybody else just like everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But if they start talking to me, I'll, I'll definitely start talking back to the prince.
0: You'll be able to go through the big doors into the back down the hallways where you were kind of snooping around before. And there will be a, a bodyguard that's sitting at the end of the, one of the hallways next to a door that is open. And you can see inside there is a desk set up with the prince pacing back and forth behind it with a book in her hand. Going in, she will close the book, acknowledge you, notice that you're by yourself, and motion for you to sit if you want.
1: I'll take a seat.
0: She will also sit, and uh, Ms. Gray, it's a pleasure to see you. I trust that the rest of your coterie is on the way.
1: Oh, yeah. um, They're fetching them now for you, but since I was you know, already basically at this end of the building and they said you're ready ready i figured i wouldn't make you wait
0: that is appreciated in this very busy evening that we have between all of us do you wish to wait or do you have anything you wish to say or ask of me before they all get here
1: yeah i got a question please what do i have to do to have respect among the the camarilla Instead of being treated differently due to the untimeliness of my change.
0: She pushes the book that she had put down off to the side and leans forward and steeples her fingers, laying them flat on the table. You slipped in at an opportune time in the change in leadership of the city when I had granted a blanket approval to all kindred within the city that wish to abide by the traditions, as had my sire still been in charge when you were brought to our attention, you would have likely been destroyed. I do not regret that decision. However, finding a way to make yourself more known and behaving of a kindred of your age would be a step in the right direction.
1: So to get the respect from the Camarilla that I'm looking for, I have to show kind of indicate the person, the prince and like look more appropriate.
0: While your outward appearance may be that of a child, you are not a child. You've been at this for 25 years now.
1: Mm-hmm. About.
0: I am unaware of any specific major violations of any of our traditions on your behalf.
1: No, it's just, I don't know, kind of feels, you know, whenever I'm around other kindred, I, you know, they kind of look at me a little with the side eye. Like I'm a walking violation.
0: She leans back in her chair off to the side onto to an elbow. To some you are. are people here that are older than both of us both of us combined even and they are stuck in some of their older ways it is true that your embrace and the circumstances around it make things slightly more difficult in the long run which is all that we really all care about is the long run being immortal however if it's some more respect or some more status that you want i May have an idea.
1: Well, I would appreciate any advice you could give me.
0: I could, on a trial basis on both of our parts, name you as my herald. Have you put forth information and missives straight from me and my desk to the kindred of this city? It would involve a lot of traveling around the city and involve meeting a lot of people and talking to a lot of people on the regular.
1: Missy's going to kind of think about it and then slowly start nodding her head. Yeah. We can do that on a trial basis. and See if we're both happy with that.
0: There will be more specifics to discuss, which we can do after the majority of these events of this evening. Would you like to schedule a meeting for tomorrow night? and we can discuss some of the details of what this might entail. Okay. Excellent. She slides the book back over, flips it open, and begins to write something in it. It looks like an appointment or an accounting book. A ledger? Yeah. Do you actually try to see what's in it?
1: No, I just agreed to be a trial herald for a prince. Do you think I'm going to... I think Missy right now has uh, done more scheming than she's ever done in her life.
0: This nameless, featureless, unimportant ghoul will find the rest of you, and you will one by one assemble and then begin to head in to talk to the prince, unless there's something you would like to talk about before entering into the room that Missy is already in. The three of you enter, you will see that Missy is sitting there already. Missy, what's the look on your face as they come in? Your body language, what do they see in you?
1: She is not slouching like she normally does in a chair. She is sitting straight up, her legs crossed, and she has that same big grin on her face. That Art and Coco saw earlier. That's probably very new to Jimmy.
0: Ah, good evening. Please have a seat. After all of you sit down.
3: Hello, Prince Phillips. I would say it is a pleasure to meet you, but under these circumstances, it is less pleasurable than desired.
0: I can assure you, James, that the situation within the city would have been a lot worse if not for the actions of the four of you, and one of you in particular, as she looks directly at Art. Art will nod once, but he's not going to say anything. She will give you the same, slightly less nod, but a nod. Four of you have done quite the service for the city, and in doing so, the city owes you. Part of this meeting this evening and the rest of Elysium was to square up some debts elsewhere and make sure that different aspects were taken care of. Now, I understand that in trouble the Coco, your sire is one of the legally within the city Sabbat that has been dealt with.
4: Um. Yeah, I, I think that she's dead now.
0: I can assure you that she is. Did you have any interactions or knowledge of this Sabbat before your embrace?
4: No way. I told you that last time. Like, no, I never, ever met her before. Like, I didn't even know.
0: On to debts. The city does not like owing its inhabitants. As such, I do not like owing the inhabitants either, and would like to square our books. What is it the city can do for you this evening?
3: Well, I would like to ask, now that our dear Baron Walter has passed, do you have ideas on who would be the next Baron? Any candidate?
0: I try to keep the different sections of the city separate and on their own. So that the barons may manage their territory as they see fit, as was the agreement when I became prince. That being said, I have no reason to oppose one of the four of you, and very much reasons to not oppose, should one of the four of you wish for this. Consider this a vote in favor. If you can convince the other barons to accept this and treat you with the respect and dignity of the position, should you deserve it, then I see no reason for it to not happen.
3: That sounds wonderful. Now, for debts, there was one thing that I would certainly like to have done. You burn down a certain karaoke bar. Maybe not you specifically, but someone in the camera. Line, I believe the sheriff or one of his deputies. I need my karaoke bar back.
0: You wish the bar rebuilt as it was, or...
3: No, no, that doesn't matter.
0: Very well. I will see that you are reimbursed for the lost property. Excellent. Uh, That will be easy enough to rectify and fits in with other plans. To look to Coco, you have already been awash in my generosity, however, I feel as though your link with this Sabat Gankrel has proven useful. So.
4: At useful, I just kind of like perk up, little smile, because like I am useful. I'm like, you know, like not just like a deadbeat or whatever. I'm like helpful.
0: We've also learned that Ms. Jackson was looking to make you one of her ghouls.
4: Ew!
0: Yes, Miss Green, Summer, as you may know her, was very helpful in, in unraveling the tangled web that Miss, the late Miss Jackson has woven around our city.
4: I like the mention of Summer. Just kind of get that, like, oops, Ucky uh, look on my face and then try and, like,
0: hide it real quick. Back to neutral. So, Miss Bellingham, is there anything that the city can do for you?
4: I just look over at Art cuz he knows exactly what I want. Art nods. Um yeah, so you have my best friend in a cage down there and her name's Jade and um I I think that Carol fucking Jackson was trying to like like keep her too because like she obviously couldn't get to me and she was like looking for me and somehow she got wrapped up in all of this and I just want to take her home with me. So can I have her please?
0: Art smiles. With the exuberance that you put forward, she actually looks a little like, oh, okay. One moment. And she picks up like a desk phone, hits a a number or two, and speaks to the person on the other end to bring the lot by the name of Jade to my office, please. Yes, thank you. She hangs up the phone. She leans back and looks at Coco. Has the process of ghouling been explained to you?
4: Uh yeah. And actually you'll never really believe it, but Carol kinda tried to like do an explain. So I get it. Like I totally understand. It's like a three night thing. She's gotta stay with me. And then like after that, like she's stuck with me because she loves me. But like she already loves me and she's not gonna go anywhere anyway. Like I promise. She has no place else to go. She's not gonna go back to her mom's house.
0: Excellent. So she will be brought in, you will feed her here now. And then we'll return on the next two evenings or at the earliest convenience over the next at least two evenings. And you will feed her again and upon the third feeding you may take her to do with as you will.
4: Okay, but like I could do that at home though. Like does it have to be here? I promise like I'll make sure that she's okay.
0: Yes, it has to be here. Under the situations of the transfer of retainership, we need to make sure that the masquerade is maintained. And until the bond is in force, then we need to take precautions. She will be cared for. She will stay in a nice room upstairs. She will be fed. She will be allowed to shower and have changes of clothes. And someone will be along to educate her in some of her new responsibilities.
4: Okay, but, like, no more ankle monitor, right? Like, I don't have to wear an ankle monitor either, right? Like, I'm good now.
0: That is at your sire, your adoptive sire's behest.
4: Just daggers at
0: Art. Art's still smiling. And finally, as she follows your gaze, Coco, seemingly not interested in offering you anything else, Mr. Subcheck there's a great deal that would have gone very differently if not for your coterie and yourself in particular. What is it that the city can do for you?
2: I prefer to think of this as an arrangement of mutual convenience. As you are, of course, the August Prince of this city, you do have people that require a quiet exit from which they never return. I would like to put forward my services to disappear those mortals that you deem necessary to never grace the streets again. Does anybody here
0: have a reaction to that?
1: Ew face.
3: Light puzzled look from Jimmy.
1: I don't even think Missy heard him.
0: She is probably having quite the time. Yeah. Would you like to retain your position as Hound within this scope?
2: I thank you for this singular honor, but I believe my talents would best be suited in an independent position, uh, not associated with the Sheriff or his Hounds. This is for their protection as much as it is mine.
0: I would ask that you maintain this position for at least the next Three months while we make sure that our city is safe from the Sabbat threat, there is still one vampire at large that we must find.
2: Ah, yes, of course. I do agree
0: with this stipulation. Especially when the domain that the four of you reside in is in turmoil, to put it kindly.
2: It is our aim that the turmoil will cease for the foreseeable future, in terms of decades, if not centuries, starting in the next few months.
0: That would be good. Until recently, your little area of the city has been very quiet, which is good for everyone. The most recent events notwithstanding, I look forward to it returning to said quiet. I will make sure to pass along your name and information to those that are in need of such independent services as as an opportunity to make things easier on everyone. Thank you, my prince. I do appreciate this. At this moment, there is a knock on the door and Elizabeth comes in, the gangrel hound of the sheriff. And she is, while not roughly escorting Jade, she is hand under the arm, sort of pulling her. Jade looks very distressed, looks scared as she looks in the room. As everybody turns to look, she sees Coco and begins to pull away from Elizabeth, but there's no way that she would be able to outmuscle her. Once inside the room, Elizabeth lets go and Coco Jade runs over and throws her arms around you and sort of hides behind you, but in like a hug, like, oh my God, like what's going on kind of way.
4: No, same hug her like so tight. Oh my God, I've missed you. i missed you. Like no one else really matters right now, except I think that girl's my sister. That's weird.
0: Are there tears?
4: Yeah. Gross ones, probably.
0: Yep. Gross blood, tears start flowing as the two of you begin to mumble and just kind of like, "Oh my god! Like I thought you were dead. Uh, You've been missing for so long. I didn't know what was going on." It carries on for a few seconds before there is a on the desk, and as you turn and look, there is a. It's a dagger. It's a short dagger, maybe only like six inches or so but the prince has placed it in front of you and looks at you expectantly.
4: Oh, okay. So Jade, listen, we're, we're going to be together forever, right? Like best friends till the end, right?
0: Always. Like just that was, we were always best friends.
4: So we're going to do this, like weird little, like, um, like, Blood Brothers thing, okay? It's it's cool. Check it out, right? And I just, like, kind of reach over and grab the dagger.
0: She's looking confused. She's looking at the dagger. She's clearly like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who are these people? What's going on? Can we leave?
4: Yeah, totally. We're going to, like, I promise, okay? And I just kind of turn the dagger, like, in so that the sharp part is in towards, like, pointing at me. So all you have to do is like, and then I just kind of slip my wrist a little bit Mm -hmm. and then just, just try it. Like you have to like put like, we'll share. Okay. Here.
0: What the fuck? What are you doing? And she puts her hand over where you cut and tries to like, stop the bleeding, but it's not oozing or gushing out as a, as if you were alive and she's looking at your wrist, she's looking at your face, which now has tears that have streamed down your cheeks and are just streaking and caking.
4: Meanwhile, my face is like smiling, like it's okay kind of smile. Like, I'm sure that looks great.
0: Yeah, any makeup you had is like super ruined. You thought crying would get your mascara wrecked? Blood tears, man. Fuck that shit up.
4: No, it's fine. Like, here, just look, watch, and I like drop the knife and just smear it like in her face. And if she tries to back away, I just like keep pushing. It's like better than drugs. I swear to God. Okay. Like I took some earlier, like it's fine. Like it's different. It's like a whole new drug. You're really going to love it.
0: Your words didn't necessarily change her mind about it, but she looks confused and just kind of stunned for a moment. And you take that opportunity to, to put your wrist to her lips and as soon as the vitae coats her lips and her little little bit of her tongue she snaps and is all in and is just like ow this goes on for a moment where she is just super into drinking your blood something that you have experienced with summer something that you have experienced with mr kelly mr bradley kelly and Something that apparently Carol made you do that you don't remember. This goes on for a little while. Do you let her keep going? You don't feel hungrier yet.
4: Yes. And I do kind of like look at the prince like questioningly. Cause I don't really know how long I'm supposed to do this or I feel fine. Is this, okay she's still happy i'm still helpful right
0: she doesn't seem to give any real indication one way or another but after a moment she does give a little on the desk as if to like wrap it the fuck up art will also clear his throat such an asshole thing to do is somebody that doesn't like produce saliva or have to like breathe anymore
2: it takes a lot of work yeah
0: do you let her keep drinking or do you do you stop her? It feels it feels great for you too.
4: Yeah, but like that's my social cue right now and I'm in my like best librarian outfit trying to be what's the word when I want people to think that I'm like better than
0: putting up a front.
4: Maybe. There's probably a better word, but I can't think of it right now just because it feels so good. But it's time to stop. Like, I'm trying to, like, be on her level, like, controlled.
0: Got it. You interrupt her feeding, and she fights you for a moment until you really push on her. And then she does, as you have seen, where it's, like, pushing the last of it off of her lips and cheeks and down her chin into her mouth trying to get all of it. The prince will say, Elizabeth, if you could. Elizabeth will come over and help get Jade to her feet. She'll stop and hand you, Coco, a piece of paper. It's got her name and a number on it. She says, we we should talk sometime. And then... Begins to carry Jade bodily out of the room.
4: I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, like, just... I promise they'll take care of you. You're coming home soon, I swear.
0: Chunk as the door shuts. Very well. If there's nothing else this evening, I welcome you to enjoy the rest of Elysium for the next several hours that are available.
2: Thank you again for your time and your consideration this evening.
3: Yes, it's been a pleasure speaking with you this evening.
4: Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. Please take care of her. She's like my best
3: friend. Wait, Missy, you didn't get anything for your help. What's that about?
1: Oh, don't worry, Jimmy. I'm, I'm good. And she'll stand up and kind of bow a little towards the prince. Just let me know when you need me at your service.
0: I'll see you tomorrow evening. And she gives you a little head nod to your bow.
1: Missy's going to have that smile on her face as she walks out that room.
3: Interesting. That it
2: is. Arts, stand up and accompany
0: Coco out the door. As you get to the door, the prince will say, Mr. Subcheck, if I could have a personal minute of your time.
2: Oh, cool. of course.
3: Jimmy heads out.
0: Art will turn back around. and As the three of you leave and go back into joining Elysium proper, the prince will look at you, motion for you to sit down, and ask, what is your goal, Mr. Sobchuk? You handed me a, a book the other evening, and then a very interesting outburst happened this evening. I'm wondering as to what you were playing at. My
2: prince, I have no game other than the safety of my coterie and my apparent baron. Now, if he can convince the other barons to accept his legitimacy.
0: Is Arthur lying? He is not. Uh, I'm still going to have her judge you. Everybody judges Art. Let's say for the time that I believe you, because I know how we all are. It's in our nature to have plans and schemes and plots. But there was very damaging things that could have been in there if one was to believe what was written. And yet you choose to hand it to me and claim to want nothing. Is this a threat?
2: It is not. I have found in my years, in the shadows, it pays to have acquaintances in places of power. And as you said earlier, there has been much turmoil in the city. I live here. I would like to see that turmoil eliminated. Keeping that book out of your hands, and potentially in somebody else's hands, that would cause... Direct trouble to you and to your rule over the city that creates so much turmoil. I want nothing to do with it. There are other larger concerns, and frankly, I do not have the energy to play the politics to accomplish what the author of that book had intended. So consider this, my prince, a gift to you from me.
0: She puts her elbows on her desk, steeples her fingers, and leans her chin on it for a moment, just taking you in. And she will ask, who else has seen this book? Who else knows of its contents?
2: The coterie knows a book exists. They do not know what is inside it. I have kept it separate from them. The former Harpy, Carol Jackson, knew of the book's existence, and she is the reason that the book was brought into the light. I do not know how much the Nosferatu of the city know of this book and its contents.
0: Are you familiar with any other copies of this book? He thinks. I do not
2: believe so. I thought this was the only handwritten copy and original, so to speak.
0: Are you lying or is this what he truly
2: thinks? Oh he's he's lying. He's a terrible liar too. That's the worst part.
0: Mr. Subject, I am aware of the interests and habits of your clan. And I do not fault you for what I presume is bending the truth ice. If there were other copies, I assume that this does not mean, or perhaps you thought to play it off, it does not mean digital copies. <clears throat> I will trust, since we are attempting to build this trust between us, that you will endeavor to make sure that this book that I have in my hand is the only copy. However, as we are trying to operate on trust, I will not look into it, unless you give me cause to. And she tilts her head a little bit to look at you as to see how you respond to that. There is a twitch
2: at the corner of the eye, and his jawline tightens, and it's really easy to see, because his cheeks are so sunken, doesn't need a breeze, so he doesn't take a deep breath, but he nods. Yes. In the interests of trust and this budding relationship, I will assure you that your copy will be the only copy of that book in this city.
0: For the good of the city.
2: For the good of the city.
0: She will say, if there is nothing else, Mr. Subject, I believe that is is good for the evening.
2: Yes, my prince, I believe that is everything
0: she will stand and
2: extend a hand to shake your hand? Uh, he will stand and he, he will shake her hand. He does that uh, shake with one hand and then cup the outer hand with his other one, do the two-hand shake.
0: Okay. Then he's he's off. She will stand there until you leave and the door shuts behind you. And so as the door closes, The camera cuts to black, and a CU in Season 2 comes across the screen. Uh, It is 5.26.21. I pour myself a soda, because I feel like I'm going to need it. Uh,
3: weird backwards
0: our, our first night at being a level one discord server that craig then doesn't show up because he's a fucker you know now that i'm thinking about it the g logo should have had like one of those pointy f- mustaches like the evil twin mustache
3: or just the craig logo upside down
0: the mirror Realm,
3: or it's just in australia
0: it doesn't have feet grippers on it, so mm. how would it stay on the server? That's true. Right. So to poured, shenanigans had unless Art actually wants to talk to somebody specific.
2: No. I think the one specific person I was going to speak with is lift after making a scene. Abishai, hey, I hey. know you're listening
0: to this. Yes, he is, sort of, or will be very shortly. Hey, let me undermine everybody else, just like everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do that. But if they start talking to me, I'll I'll definitely start talking back to the prince.
0: That's a poor choice of
2: words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, uh, does she? You think she calls you by your name, or you think she calls you Missy?
1: Oh, she probably calls me by my name.
0: Think or news gray. Call- yeah, so uh. I was going to ask it was if it was the last name.
1: Since the ghoul lord ever called me ma'am.
0: What what's wrong with Ugh. like you're way older than that ghoul.
1: I know, but she looks 17, so she would be a miss. Anyway.
2: 17, not 12.
1: Not 12. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, she so, would say Ms. Gray. Yeah. No, I just agreed to be a trial herald for a prince. Do you think I'm going I mean, yes. to jeopardize <laughs> yes. 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 All right. Yes, I'm going to try to see. <laughs> what I mean, I you don't have, have to. End up dead.
2: <laughs> do not listen to the art
0: on your shoulder. He is a terrible influence.
1: Terrible.
0: Con- contrary to what <laughs> Missy may think, art is not a voice in her head.
1: <laughs> there are voices. No, I don't think she would. No,
4: it's fine. Like, here, just look, watch. And I, like, drop the knife and just smear it, like, in her face. And if she tries to back away, I just, like, keep pushing.
0: I feel like I want a roll of some kind to make her... Yes, please. To make her do this. Yes, please. This Uh... is terrible.
4: This is fine. Like this is this is how you do it all the time.
2: You didn't tell her to
0: lick your tears away. That would have just been worse. Just here, lick my tears ah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're welcome to do like strength and brawl if you want to like physically make her do it. You are welcome to do uh, manipulation and persuasion if you're trying to be nice about it. Um, you know what you can also do? too late uh, already
4: so, manipulated enough
0: I was going to say you could uh, attempt to quell her beast to like calm her to fuck down
4: totally not even thinking about that because on chill bro like I don't know if it works on people
0: uh, I don't know specifically but given her like super fucked up mental state right now it would probably have some kind of effect um, are you lying or is this what he truly thinks
2: oh he's he's lying he's a terrible liar too that's the worst part
0: I will remind you that you are able to rouse the blood for two extra dice and that you can spend willpower to reroll as I ask for you to roll to lie to the prince. Oh, uh, Okay. That is considered a
2: subterfuge, correct?
0: Yes. Oh boy.
2: Uh, okay, so yeah, here, here's, here's the thing. I'm, I'm an Asperatu and I don't know if this is considered a social test.
0: Uh, I don't think that, that matters with her Okay. You're supposed to get a social penalty based upon your bane, but I think that's only with like uh,
3: where is your bane? Nosferatu getting a penalty to lying just seems wrong,
2: right? I know, and I, I, I know where I'm putting a whole bunch of points after this. All right, so sure. it's subterfuge, it's charisma. I am rousing the blood. That's plus two. Yes.
0: All right, two of three. That's good. That's Uh, good. You you have two manipulation, and plus two should be four dice.
2: Oh, I rolled charisma, not manipulation. Let me try that again. All right, and okay, so I roused the blood. Do I need to rouse check now? Yes. All right, that tracks, that tracks. Uh, Okay, and then I'm going to use a willpower, and I'm going to
0: re-roll... So you have three? Let's see. Nope, not D sixes. No, no D sixes. Oh boy!
2: This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh, you can find them at worldofdarkness.com.